cliffcentral.com. Hello there and welcome to the Futurology Show. It's Michael Kahn and uh, in the studio I've got the little school rocker. Oh, fat boy. Fat boy So himself. good to be here, everybody. Um, Mike, you know what? We're we starting to miss Brett. Um, we Brett. are. Oh, we are. Hey, the philosopher. I mean, yeah. I feel like we, we, we're just ending up really having deep conversations without someone making random comments anymore. It's fantastic. So, so you and I are actually the true philosophers. <laughs> and poor Brett. Now let, let's, let's not take the piss out of him. But Brett, Brett's tra- traveling overseas, so I hope he's having a good, productive trip. Um, but it's fantastic to be in studio again. And uh, how are you today, man? Yeah, it's good. I, mean, I must admit, I've been excited about a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about around singularity. Yeah. Um, uh, the Singularity University guys was out. We interviewed a whole lot of awesome folks. You've probably heard some of our shows sure. by now. Um, so, um, really good fun. I mean, life seems to be really exciting. I think yeah. all the political drama out there is, is kind of seeping into the world of digital and when, it and is, it is, we're it? no longer just talking about, um, universal basic income, <laughs> which, which is a great evolution. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to see the show evolve and it's good to see the, the, the caliber of people we're getting onto the show. I mean, I know. I'm, I'm worried about today's show though. I am too. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we might get attacked by a whole lot of bots. Eh? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but you know, to that point, uh, I, I was, uh, it was over the weekend and I was looking uh, at, at what was happening on Twitter. And, and there's a lot of activity in Twitter and also Facebook. And, and I reached out to Andrew Fraser, who's in studio with us, um, to come and chat to us about this. Because really, the future of social media, I think, is a very important yeah. conversation. Andrew, we, we're crazy excited to have yeah. you on the show. We love you. We love your comments. We, we, uh, we're just privileged to have you on the show, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you yeah. guys doing? Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. We're excited. Shit, did you hear that? What? The chair's breaking, bro. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting bigger just, by the week. I'm just glad you got your top on. <laughs> it is good, eh? I had, me- I had meetings today. I-, I-, I had some very impressive meetings. <laughs> <laughs> one and day, one day I'm going to tweet that meme we made out of you. We, we, we did a quick meme when he had his top off and it was something along the lines of, um, Mike has a body for podcasting. I do have a body for podcasting. <laughs> Don't you agree, Andrew? I think that that's a, it's a fair description. Yeah, see, Andrew's kind of got his head no, down, no, no, his no, eyes on the ground. Too, too, too polite. Man. Yeah, I've been far too polite, but it's absolutely fine. But let's get into today's conversation. Um, and if you heard some rattling there, that was Brett almost knocking Andrew over the, <laughs> over the head with the mic there. So, yeah. Um, we, we, we're talking about the future of social media because it's yeah. evolved, it's changed, and it's become quite a, a dark place. So uh, Andrew's been doing quite a bit of work on this. Um, yeah, he's owning the space. Huh? He is owning the space. So good for you, Andrew. And, and, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to this chat because I think there's a lot that we need to uncover here. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think it's a dark place. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting place. I think in, okay. in, in, the world is a dark place, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Social media is just a reflection of the real world. You no, know, that's actually a very good point, actually. Yeah, that's uh, a very good point. It, it is. It's a reflection yeah. of how we think and feel. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Maybe we should redefine it as there are many shadows. There are many shadows, and a lot of those shadows are attacking you guys, and a lot of the the, the key journalists on on Twitter at the moment because of the Gupta leaks, eh? Mm. Yeah, I think um, there's there's definitely a, a what should we call it a an organised uh, program of uh, you've been so polite, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how, how do we do it? There, there's some bad guys that are that are trying to obscure some information that's out there. Yeah, that's really what's happening. It's it's just obfuscation try try and throw as much mud make as much noise as yeah. possible so that the real story doesn't get out but yeah. surely that's just politics right <laughs> yeah, doesn't it, happen the whole time it's just it's just the evolution of mm. media um mm. you know <laughs> A hundred years ago, there would have been a, a, a newspaper article or a pamphlet or something like that that was used. It's just the tool of the That's age. That's a good point, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, well, let's just the government it. controlling the voice of the people, right? And now we're using bots. Now we're using bots. Just to give us an overview of what's actually yeah. going on here. So we've got yeah. some context to, to start Yeah, off. okay. It, it starts getting, yeah, I, I was saying before we started here is that, that, you know, when you start analyzing the stuff, the deeper you go, the more nuanced it becomes. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. so I, I always sound like I'm, I'm kind of, uh, trying to be a, a kind of an argument to say that it's not as bad as it seems, but fuck yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> um, it's just, it's not, it's just not, it's just not quite as, as clear cut as, as people would like it to be, you know, yeah. because there are people involved and people aren't, aren't simple, you know, people are complex. No, they're not. Yeah. So 
So what's happened? What what we're seeing is, and and I only got interested in this probably six months, eight months ago, beginning yeah. uh, beginning of this year, or maybe the end of last year. Um, and as we, I started seeing some kind of pro pro Gupta really emails, uh, not emails. I mean uh, Twitter posts. Yeah. You know? And and they just looked a bit. They looked a bit suspect, you know. They looked a bit mm. odd. Mm. Um, and I started digging a little bit. And at the same time as I was, I was kind of on my free time, kind of digging through these things. I I was suspecting that these were kind of astroturfing yeah. sock puppets. You know, somebody was had multiple accounts and were just putting out the same information. Um, at the same time, there were a couple of other guys who were probably much more qualified than I am to do this kind of research. A guy by the name of Sean Leroux and, 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 uh, a guy by the name of Carl Findler from, uh, Superlinear were doing very similar stuff and they were like using analytical tools yeah. and actually finding that, that there were these, these, these kind of bot groups. Um, and we call them bot groups. They're, they're partially automated. They're probably people just okay. with multiple identities. Um, What's the difference between a bot, a bot and a sock yeah, puppet? Yeah, yeah. Let's, okay, so uh, a bot a bot effectively should be automated. So it's a okay. it's a programmatic Twitter account. Yeah. It basically looks for certain things. It retweets certain things. It, it does things automatically. So th- a pure bot would yeah. operate independently. It would just work by okay. itself. Um, so the Twitter support account. If you try and DM the Twitter support account, good luck with that. That's a bot. Okay. That's a fucking useless bot, but it's a bot. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can, and you can use bots for, for multiple things, you know, so you, it's, it's immensely easy to create your own. You can yeah. use IFTTT and just create a bot that will automatically tweet about certain okay. things. It's really, really simple. And IFTTT, it's, that's if, I, if then, if, if then, if, if this, then, then that. Yeah, it's a website. It's an online. It's an online it's automation. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fabulous, but I use it. To, no, it's, it's phenomenal. I use it to set my uh, screen background, so I get all NASA's latest photo posts. I use it to every time an email comes in, it splits off the attachments and orders in the right areas in G Drive. Are you trying you, to tell us how organized you are? Well, I'm not very organized. That's why. <laughs> that's uh, why you're you doing know, this. <laughs> that's why she yeah. is my new PA. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it effectively is just an automation tool yes. that allows you to do anything. You can get it yeah. to switch your lights on at night, yeah. and do, yeah. you know, can basically do anything. It yeah. basically takes a certain situation, and if yeah. that exists, then it does something. That does something. Um, if so this, then that. Yeah, you can do that. Um, or you can use All tools this. like tweet, <laughs> tweet deck or anything like that yeah, to kind yeah. of automate a bot. Yeah. Um, a sock puppet is just a fake account. It's okay. me posting as somebody else. Okay. And putting out that, that information. So okay. uh, sock puppet. From the I think Mike was freaked out because he uses sock puppets to um, flirt with. I'm mean, sorry uh, to talk to his kids. I was going to say flirt with your wife, but bedtime stories, don't you? You were telling me. Now about getting that. back to the, <laughs> the subject today, Andrew. I just spread vicious rumors by Brendan. No, there. absolutely, absolutely. Moving swiftly on. Yeah. Um, so, so back to the scenario of what's actually happening, here, Andrew. You know, what, what, what are these bots actually doing, and 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 what what is the the shade of grey we're looking at, yeah. Um, so, so they're they're uh, the ones that these kind of Gupta-based ones are. They're they're there. It seems to try and make it seem that there's a, a groundswell of support yeah. for the Guptas and for the Gupta-aligned. So people. it's many, many, many sock puppets, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking hundreds, if not thousands. I've got sure. a, I've got a Twitter list of about two hundred and eighty, sure. which. which Shifts and changes fairly yeah. quickly because as they block me, they fall off the list. But, yeah. Um, yeah. um, you know, I could probably go out and find you 500 if, if I was prepared yeah. to spend the yeah. time to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's literally, literally hundreds of them and possibly thousands of them. So how, yeah. how, how much of Twitter is actually driven by bots? That's a good question. So Twitter rules will only allow you to pull a million yeah. accounts to, to, to run a test on. Yeah. You know? So according to the API, the maximum that That's you can right, pull is yeah. a million. So looking at some of the research that was done overseas on the, on the kind of Russian influence yeah. on the American elections. We'll come to that because I think that's, yeah, that's yeah. very interesting. They pulled out and they identified using very crude, crude tools. Um, yeah. They identified around about 15% okay, as, so being, that's substantial. as being 
fake. So they pulled a million accounts and yeah. then of that million accounts, they, they put some, some criteria on to try and see how many of them were fake. They got to a figure of about 15%, but those tools were relatively crude. So okay. the, the chances are that, that it could be more and or could be slightly less. Okay. All right. Um, so, so the Guptas are going wild. How, how much of an impact has, has, has this bot army actually had on public perception? Uh, do, do you know? Because it's a war on Twitter. I mean, how, how far does it spread out of Twitter? Does Twitter have that much influence well, that, on our that's society? Actually, that's that's, question, my, that's right? my question. That's really the question mm. I'm asking. So ask Bell Plattinger that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point, right? Yeah. Ask KPMG. Sure. Ask McKinsey. Yeah, it's crushed um, their businesses, right? So, yeah. D- wow. Yes, point. Twitter has an impact. It has Twitter an has impact. an impact. It's a very yeah. real impact. Has it worked for the Guptas? I don't think so. I think... Uh, I don't think there's a big enough kind of bot army to obfuscate to the extent that's required. So, okay. for example, in China, mm. um, on what's it, China Weibo or whatever, yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 their social media, the government has huge numbers of, of kind of pro-government accounts. Uh, okay. yeah. So if anything happens, anything that's kind of negative towards the, the ruling party or, or, or negative in China, you have literally hundreds of thousands of messages yeah. immediately, which can completely overwhelm oh, yeah, the of organization. So, Surges, so your hashtags yeah, start yeah, dominating. It, it just dominates and it completely obfuscates. These, these group ones go, yeah, it's quite they, scary. Though. They just don't have the volume to do that. They, yeah. They, yeah. They, they're, they're there. Um, I suppose a hundred thousand pounds a month doesn't really buy that much volume, right? I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, so again, digging right. into the nuances and all that kind of stuff. If you go onto Twitter, everybody will say, yeah, Mel mm. Pottinger did this. Mm. I don't think they did. Okay. Yeah. I think they may have, they may have mentioned it in a meeting. They may yeah. have said it was a good idea. This is, if this is Bell Pottinger, yeah. Jesus, they deserve to go under because they are shit at what they do. Yeah. <laughs> they really okay. Because this is really badly done. It's not. Really? <laughs> These guys are. So they, this is an amateur attempt, yeah, right? Compared yeah. to the the, the is, Russians and the, the Chinese, yeah, and c- compared to the to the real the, pros. the real pros, mm. this is this is kind of amateur. These guys uh, aren't uh, good. They are spending money. I was going to ask, how, how much does this kind of thing cost? Because I mean, you got amateur hour versus. I have no idea. Okay, I really yeah. don't know. But I mean, the the, the the indications are that a lot of it is run out of India. Yes, um, mm. through a kind of a follower farm boiler of yeah. operation. Um, so we'll see, we'll see certain accounts that have, um, <clears throat> that present kind of original content. So they type content in, mm. in kind of yeah. Hindustani English. Yeah. Um, that don't respond to Afrikaans. They don't respond to Afrikaans or Zulu or Kosa yeah. or Sitsuan. No, really? Or yeah. like no. that. It's that well, obvious. Yeah. It's that obvious. Yeah, yeah. They just, they just go dark. And, and, the, and the, then you got, uh, in the, in the names as well. I mean, the combination of very English to to very kind yeah. of African, you know, or, or like a, a an Indian first name and a and a Sulu surname. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's just plain. It, yeah. It's anyway. just so stupid. It's, in fact, yeah. I, I saw Kaya. What's his name? Kaya Langa, who had his face yeah. on one of the butts. It's like, no, this acts like a, a pile of tweeter in South Africa, and you act so stupid. You've taken his picture and put it on one of your butts. It's like, are you that bad? No, they're they're, they're shockingly bad. Yeah. Um, and and so so we'll see them tweeting that the kind of original content um, and. When you check, you'll see that that stuff is tweeted from the Twitter web client. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you'll see that same account and probably 10 or 15 others retweeting something from something else, from another okay, so account. They create, they're trying yeah. to create yeah. their own yeah. so, and you'll, second level, third level scale. Yeah. So you'll see this, this particular account tweet retweeting. And when you check, you'll see that all of the original content is from the Twitter web client and all the retweeted content is from TweetDeck. Uh, okay. So you've got you've got a, like a combination yeah. of of somebody creating content and somebody just automating yeah. some content so, from somewhere else. It's like us sitting around the table here. Okay, yeah. I'm going to tweet. I'm going to send this out. Okay, guys, go for it. Go for it. Exactly. Is as stupid as that? So basically, what's happening is you've got somebody who's kind of the master typing all these things yeah. for probably twenty or thirty different accounts yeah. and actually creating content. Okay. And then you've got a, a boiler room of guys. Just who are just retweeting that stuff from all of these other different And they accounts. can't even automate that. Uh, there must be some automation. Of course, there, you should be able to automate it. But it is, I mean, mm, it is automated yeah. to an extent. It's kind of yeah. tweet day automation yeah. where, they, where, where it's done. But 
there's there are risks for them to automate. Uh, okay. The more you automate, the more easily identifiable it is to Twitter's abuse controls. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. So, so if you get a thousand accounts tweeting exactly the same thing at the same time, Twitter, yeah, can, pick, Twitter you know, can pick that up yeah. and it'll just shut those accounts but, but down. But Twitter's pretty shit at this. Or, or whether <laughs> consciously or unconsciously, I don't know. Twitter is shit at it. Um, Twitter's abuse controls are, are, are ten times better than they were six months ago. Okay, yeah, I remember it was ruthless out there. I remember, oh. but, but they're pretty shit. Um, and yeah, we can we can talk about why they shit. You know, is is it you know who benefits from them being shit? Yeah, and absolutely. I think I think part of the problem is is that when you start talking that fifteen percent of of all of Twitter is fake, yeah. um, and one of the metrics that they have to present. As in order to buoy up their, their yeah. rapidly declining share price oh, is is their, their user base. They can't afford to just take 15% and of their users. It, right? Yeah, because that's probably 50% more. of their value just by, by default. Yeah, yeah abs- absolutely. Yeah, it feels like this is a really good time to say, if you are on Twitter, please follow us yes. on <laughs> And <laughs> at Futurology Show, as well as Andrew, and Andrew, I'm just going to quickly grab it here, it's at Offness. That's it. And it's A-R-F-N-E-S. S. And S. Oh, yes, two S's. <laughs> very, very good point. Um, and he's absolutely fascinating to follow, guys. Yeah, um, he is. Uh, it's one of my highlights of actually being on Twitter. So, guys, um, also, if you listen to the podcast... Please uh, like us, share us, uh, give us five stars if you think we're great. If we think we're rubbish, let us know. We'll fix this. Yeah. Or maybe absolutely. not. Do we give a shit? Yeah, we do to a degree. Yeah, yeah, we to, do. To a reasonable <laughs> degree. We really do. Well, I do. I don't know about you. No, no, no. I do. I do. I do. Yeah, like okay, we, 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 we're just having fun here, right? No, we are yeah. just having fun. So, but back to Twitter. I mean, why aren't brands and I mean even Cyril using exactly the same strategy, but to 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 build a, a narrative? Or are they? They're just not doing it very well. So brands, brands, yeah, brands. Um, well, it's because they're so bloody boring. What's, ah, a, what's, a, what's boring. a brand? You know, oh. I think the thing, so, so there are people using fake accounts uh, on, online. So yeah. your so-called Twitter influencers and, yeah. and uh, the music industry, for example, if you go and look at any of the hip hop's like uh, artists in South Africa, and go and look at their Instagram accounts. The, well, yeah, but it's not go to Instagram because yeah. that's a whole other thing. But Another even on Twitter, if you go into Twitter and you go and look at their followers, I uh, would be prepared to say that most of them, somebody, yeah. somewhere, has paid for Twitter following. You reckon? Yeah. Of course, uh, man. I, I, prepared, I didn't realize it was going to be that I'm kind prepared, of life, right? Yeah, I'd be prepared to guarantee that somebody – I'm not saying that they did it, um, but their but publicist the or their music right company or somebody. Up. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, with Instagram. I mean, I Instagram. Admit, I've been is, following a lot of our local guys and I'm trying to get my head around and learn Instagram and do the content play and all that kind of stuff. And I'm struggling to build a following base. And then I'm kind of looking at some of our local guys and they're sitting with over a million followers. Yeah. That's just, How, I don't I, understand. Honestly, if you're not, I can understand someone like AKA. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. huge. Yeah. He's, he's a big massive. artist. Yeah. Yeah. He's crap, but he's big. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But, there are, and yeah, a million followers. No, maybe some nobodies. Maybe, but then there's some nobodies. Like it girls, who are running these massive million accounts. I mean, at one stage, I thought maybe, maybe, the, maybe they've moved to the US. No, mm. no, no, the guys are local. Right? No, it's it's follower it's follower mm. purchases. Yeah, um, it has to be. There's there's no way. Cool. So I've, I've noticed your account, Mike. Is you you spend a lot of money on getting followers. Yeah, I do. I think I've, I think I only got about three followers, which which were, they were very very expensive followers. So yeah, I, actually, it's it's not a metric I, I pay too much attention to. Which, but yeah, this is exactly it. You know, it's not it's not about the followers. It's like it's about the quality that you have. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a story of life. You know, if you don't have decent quality, there's no point to it. But you you were mentioning before we actually went on a the four horsemen. Do you want to you want to just dig into that? As I really like the way you phrased that. Yeah. So, in in the new digital world, I mean, we we live in the digital age now. There's no question. Is that there? Previously, kind of historically, it was all about governments. It was all about states, nation states. Um, But I think things have changed. I I talk about the four horsemen, and there's probably five, but I talk about four. It sounds um, better, doesn't it? Yeah, the four horsemen of the kind of great, great archetype. Um, oh. We talk about Google, um, Amazon, Facebook, 
and then yeah, Microsoft or Apple, you know, depending yeah. depending on, uh, on which side of the, yeah. the fence you are, yeah. like which one's more evil. Yeah. Um, and they, these these are these are more powerful than nation states. They they Correct. have they have more information. They have more more um, revenue revenue power than, than some of the biggest yeah. top thirties, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and they have the capability to do great evil yeah. and great good. Yeah, yeah good, they, they good, do great evil. And I think there was a there was a, a big kind of um, negative view of of Google's attempts of to to gather user information mm, and yeah. and what they were doing with it, etc. Probably five or six years yeah. ago, I think was the I, was I, the real the real. I actually, lived through that period it, yeah. with with Google Plus, and oh, did you? It was a, a when we were launching and building Google Plus, a lot of big drive, but. Um, there were a couple of new leaders in the space who really lent hard on trying to cross-pollinate against Google's exact stack. Mm-hmm. So like take Gmail. Now you have to have a Gmail account to be on Google Plus or vice yeah. versa. Or, or, you know, if you want YouTube, you need Google Plus, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember the organization, we led a revolt through memes. So there's an internal meme gen. And all the software engineers and, and people around the world, we started getting on, fighting our leadership yeah. around saying, this is not right. And I'm, I was quite proud of uh, this is the Google employees fighting against some really poor decisions that led to a lot of these antitrust moves, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what they're like these days, but I agree with you. Look, I remember a lot of that stuff. Poor decisions, man. Trust. Yeah, and I think there was… There was justifiable concern about mm. the amount of information that, mm. that that Google was 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 hoarding. scraping, scraping and, mm. and yeah. hoarding and and putting into warehouses for yeah. what for who knows what yeah. use. Um, and I must say, like right from the bat, is you know the whole story about you know if you mm. uh, if you don't know what the product is, you're the product. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's exactly. Uh, that's fine, you know, as long as you understand that you're the product. Yeah. And I have, and, I have and, less fear about Google than I have of Facebook and Amazon. Yeah. Uh, um, Amazon, reason- Amazon terrifies me, and Facebook is just pure evil, in my opinion. I'm sorry, yeah. I really do not like Facebook. Um, yeah, and and the thing is, the reason that that I say that is that Google is is very clear in their intentions. They're very straightforward. They say, yes, we take your data. And this yeah. is the data that we take. This is what we use it for. This, this is, is our how business we use model. Yeah. This is this is our business model. We sell advertising. And, and they are, they're very upfront that, that we're an advertising sales business. Absolutely. I also think launching their account activity status. So you can go online, you can see how they categorize you. They can they totally open around what information they have on yeah. you. Totally accessible. And they give you the ability through one click to pull to up all the your web exposure, all your personal information in one click. Exactly. And I thought that was a nice kind of move, hopefully driving and influencing some of the other big evils, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about mm. the the two that really scare me, well, Amazon well, and Facebook, because mm. they are black boxes. Yeah, because yeah, but you could not, they don't share right. But but Andrew, you could argue that Facebook and and I, I can't believe I'm actually fighting for them on this side, but you could argue that their business model is just as clear as as Google. And I know it's a later question. No, they're not. They're not. Um, okay. Facebook. Facebook doesn't doesn't market itself as an advertising business. Okay. They are you, an advertising business. Yes, but, but they don't market themselves. As you're an quite advertising right. Business. You're they quite market right. It's a nice differentiator, right? It's a very nice. We're an industry, and we go, oh, but it's obvious. It's it's obvious oh, yeah. that they they're making money off personal data. And for me, there, there is a big issue on the personal data is that these businesses are making. Uh, Uncapped margins on that free personal data. Like, yeah, we have to have build the code and host the platforms. There's a cost there, but the it, it, the margin is unlimited on them repackaging and repurposing your personal data sure. at scale. Yeah, and it's anonymous and blah 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 blah. Because at the end, the advertisers want to target ten thousand Brits, not just Brett. Is it? Is it anonymous? Well, it. They're not allowed to. They won't sell your. Data. They will sell fifty thousand people like you. Yeah, but as I'm saying that, there's on a very social, big difference. There's a very there's big a difference problem, right? between what Google is doing, where they're mm. anonymizing data mm. and they're providing advertising for that data. And there's a very big difference between that and audience targeting that Facebook oh, provides. Shit. Yeah. Oh my God! Hold on, Andrew, you just blow my mind. Because Facebook, Sorry. Facebook is Holy not anonymizing. Crap. They because are doing exactly the opposite. You can load. And 
uh, as an advertiser, I must admit, uh, I got really excited about it. You can load your audience into their audience targeting and essentially target them individually. Effectively, Holy crap. Yeah. If, effectively wow. if I knew your wow. if I knew your mobile number, yeah. I could advertise to you and nobody else. Yeah. On Facebook. If you wanted to, On right? Facebook. It's yeah. to that level. But my mind's just sorry, I've broken you broken. I, I, maybe we should get Facebook in and go, let's have a chat about this. I wonder if they're bold enough to have a chat with us. Well, no, I, I think I'm guessing be. no because <laughs> yeah. they don't talk about yeah. They don't talk about the black box. They can't talk yeah. about the black box. They don't talk about it. They, yeah. they, they don't give out that information. They call it proprietary information. Yeah. So, hmm. and, sure. that's really, and that's really my concern. And then Amazon is, yeah. yeah. You know. What are they doing, right? Yeah. They're owning so they, everything. They're playing in every game. So they're, they are retail. They are retail. They are eating every single retail Opportunity. They, they, you know, they go out, they crush their competitor online, devalue the share price, and then buy them again. Yeah, right? Well, whole, whole, whole Foods uh, felt the f- impact of that. Yeah, they did that to Whole Foods. I think that was an interesting play. But, I mean, mm. they also just co-opt all the smaller retailers. Yeah. yeah. So well, you yeah. just offer them a platform, and then you own their business. Well, And they so channel all, the entire and, business through and them, And you right? own all of their customer information. Yeah. Well, it, well sure. it's a, no, this is a really sure. important – are you calm? No, I'm very excited. Okay. Sorry. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I've been out of the media world for a bit, and now I'm getting back into it. Sorry, Mike. Mike's desperate to yeah. jump in there, and I'm no, just so excited. But, but, but it's a very important model because – Douglas Roscoff spoke about it in Throwing Rocks at the Google Bus. I don't know if you read that book. And it's well oh, worth the read. read. It, yeah. But what, you know, he used the story of Walmart. Walmart would go into a small town. Everyone would celebrate because they think they're getting lower prices. But what they actually were doing is they were going into a town, lowering the prices, putting the small moms and pops out, paying subsistence, subsistence wages effectively, getting the government to co-sponsor those wages in terms of benefit back up. Sure. So it's an extractive model. So by the time they actually have to leave that little town because there's no money left in the town because they've actually because they've extracted. they've bled out the economy of the town. They've right? bled out the economy of the town, which is what Amazon is just doing at scale across the states and, and well, across the world effectively. And it's becoming a massive, massive extractive economy for a very few small individuals. And this is the big challenge here because, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And they don't have the responsibility because they do have the power. Um, and that's the challenge with the, the Amazon model. I, I put out there the other day, um, um, I totally agree with Elon Musk and his view on regulating and putting in the regulations around artificial intelligence, right? And I actually got punished. I mean, a lot of guys went after me. Oh, you're meant to be an innovator. You shouldn't be saying things like this. Regulators slow us down. However. The principles here that have to be adapted. There are certain core principles that – you know what? For whatever intentions, could end up creating the complete opposite effect that they were intended for. And yeah. I think that's where the regulators need to step in. Things like artificial intelligence, guys. I mean, we don't know where this is going to go. Let's try and put some kind of guiding control on <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, so right? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to argue the the, the counter, kind of, the, the counter on that. Yeah. Says, and and my concern is that, and I, geez, I'm going to sound like a libertarian, which I'm. Not. <laughs> Um, but it's good. Actually, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not. Let's okay. discuss it. So what I'm saying is, this, like, <laughs> the real, calm down. The real issue, the real issue of trying to regulate something like that is regulators don't understand. They don't understand. Yes, they aren't. They agreed. aren't capable of regulating agreed. it because they don't. They don't understand what the issues are. So how do we help the regulators better understand them? Right. Your regulation in this space. I mean, it's oh. it's a complex thing. It needs no. to be self-regulation. It needs to be the guys that are developing these things. They, they need to develop the guidelines in terms of how this stuff should work. You can't expect a nation-state regulator no, I agree to with be able Andrew. to develop regulations. They, they, they look then, at the story on uh, crypto that's out there at the moment. Uh, correct. I mean, I, that, I agree, there's, I a, there's a perfect example. Yeah. You've that's got governments are saying that we should limit crypto, yeah. cryptography. That is – Exact opposite of what yeah. we should be doing. Yeah. Cryptocurrencies. Crypt- crypto anything. Crypto. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cryptography yeah. in terms of the whole stack, right? Encryption. Yeah. So y- that um, whatever company who uses encryption should be able to break that encryption of their users. Yeah. That's so just what wrong. happens if the regulation l- lies in the hands of the community, right? And the community is the five horsemen. Yeah. No, it's going to change. Can we fact. <laughs> 
But I, 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 I tell you where the change will come in is, is actually on the exponential technologies that have been built by, by platforms like Google. Yeah. Because it, the challenge with all of these five horsemen is they're very, very centralized um, frameworks. You suddenly look – let's just take Uber as a simplistic example. I mean you could take Airbnb. But if you start using the distributed technology, the exponential technologies that are available, you can create a blockchain that allows you to Uberfy Uber because it will actually disrupt the business model. So, so I think we, we're sitting in a very clear transitionary phase here, and it's exactly the same on the social media networks, and the guys are building them. You go do just a fraction of research, you can see that the guys are building – um, social media networks on on these new exponential technologies, the DLTs, etc. So the disruption to the yeah. to the five horsemen mm. is coming, which is probably why they're running at such a fast pace right now. None of them are in this game, right? None of them are willing to contribute to these crypto environments. No, I think they. I think they're there. I think they. They're not taking they're, a lead. They're, they're kind of sitting there. I mean, Google, Google's, Google's invested a lot, but I mean, but Google invests a lot in, in a lot of stuff. Lots, lots of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, throw it yeah. against the wall, you know, let's. <laughs> but I also look at, I look at the, so in that group is Amazon, there's Microsoft, there's Google. And so they all offer cloud computing. Mm-hmm. What I love about the internet is this distributed nature of the network. And what's happening with cloud computing is we all kind of, Seeing the benefits of centralizing yes. compute power, now I'm 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 in the game myself now, right? And yeah. I, I love what it has to offer, but there are some kind of core fundamental principles that oh, a little bit concerning that you could end up having everything on three core major players from a compute point of view. That's why I quite like this distributed approach to distributed ledgers, right? Hundred percent, and the but, compute power around that is just distributed again. So uh, that's uh, that's quite nice. Absolutely. So I can see them kind of not being a fan of that. Absolutely. But can I bring this back to social media? Sure. Yeah, we've that, gone a different the, route. Yeah, this is this is actually a topic. I, I, I want to dig into what's actually happening on Facebook. You, you know, we talk about this black box, and what's happening with the Russians, uh, what's happening in the U.S. You mentioned France, because you know you can throw a hundred million dollars into Facebook. And no one will actually know but Facebook that that money's gone in there because what's effectively happening is you're getting a personalized ad to an individual person. And if we look at what actually happened on, on, on the Trump election, which is part of so the – So we're talking clickbaiting now, right? No, 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 no. Not no, even, no, no, not no, even no, there. No, just, no, just influencer advertising. If you let me finish my thought. You, are you feel like, you're feeling like I'm interrupting you. You are interrupting. You're getting no, so I'm really excited. excited. I'm, I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm Brett Lindsay when I, he was at the media tech show. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're going back home here, but but if you if you look at what Cambridge Analytica is providing, and you combine that with Facebook, and Cambridge Cambridge Analytica is a data business that really supported the Trump election, which was able to profile an individual down to to very very specific behavioral triggers and yeah. and decision making processes, and they used Facebook to impact those those behavioral triggers, yeah. and I think that did drop about a hundred million dollars. Well, I think it was about eighty million dollars. This is on Cop Launch. This uh, they, may, they may have yeah, showcased yeah. it, but there's been yeah. quite a lot of expose around this. Yeah. It was uh, a quite a good BBC. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to get your insights and understanding of this because Facebook truly becomes evil here because they did influence the American election. Yeah. Yes. And They're Mark. Evil. And, and, and Mark. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. We've got Trump now. Fuck. No, but but yeah. Mark Zuckerberg has has presidential aspirations. So yeah. I mean, so oh, that's that, that that's a whole other story. But yes, uh, so so when you talk about, I mean, as a marketer, I'm a marketer. Yeah. yeah. So you talk about dark posts on on Facebook. You know, yeah. where you where it's not fit, appearing in any timeline. Yeah. You you've got a specific audience that you've you've <clears throat> identified using whatever tools Facebook gives you. <clears throat> Maybe you've got a list of cell phone numbers that you <clears throat> pulled from somewhere else, and you can target exactly. Exact information directly to a, to a consumer, um, and in marketing, yeah, that's good marketing. Mm. But when you start talking about trying to influence people in terms of a, of an election yeah. or or to spread fake news, which yes. Yes. it was used for, you know, to the Russians spreading fake news before the American election, that's evil. And what I, what scares me the most about um, Facebook is that when was the election? That was November last year, so it's been what. Nine months, yeah, yeah, nine yeah. months, ten months, whatever. And Trump's still there. It's been ten months since the election. Facebook only admitted that the Russians bought dark mm. advertising three weeks ago. Yes, that's right. Okay. This is where it all researched. And that, and 
according to Facebook, they only spent a hundred thousand dollars, and yeah, right. Facebook <laughs> isn't prepared to actually provide the ads. Whoa! They're not prepared to give that information. So you have the situation with where they're admitting that something dodgy was done. They're admitting that they took the money for it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're a business, yeah. and you know the, the old story. You know. Got to fill the airtime, right? Who makes the money? Yeah. It's Facebook that's making the money. They yeah. took the money, and they're not even prepared to let people know what was done. And that's the black box of Facebook. That's Absolutely. the scary thing. So that's $100,000, which in the grand scheme of things is probably not that much yeah. in, in a market like the U.S. where you've got, what, 200 million, 250 million people. Mm. Um, but is that all? Was that the entire amount that was spent? Or was it significantly more? Or what aren't they telling us? And they won't. They don't give out that information. Yeah, which, which is a big concern. And if we look at traditional advertising, I mean, we can see very clearly uh, uh, the media strategy of, of whatever brand on TV, radio, print. Because you can see the adverts. You can actually see the creative. You can see the messaging. So most uh, advertising campaigns are completely transparent. It's out trans- there, right? It's out there. It's, it's easy. completely transparent. Yeah. Authorities can take action if needed. Absolutely. Yeah. All the boards. So, I mean, the, we, we had a similar sort of issue <coughs> with <coughs> the British election. Mm. Um, yes, absolutely. And Brexit. Not so much <coughs> Brexit. I don't, I don't know about Brexit, but I definitely during the, the last British election. Yeah, Cambridge uh, Analytica were very involved in, Bre- in Brexit. Yeah. So, so certainly from that psychographic point of view, how much they use social media, I'm not too sure. Yeah. But definitely the Conservative Party um, in certain uh, constituencies which were borderline – Used dark posts, audience targeting to push particular messages yeah. in within the, the British, um, within the, the kind of Facebook British population. So that's that's happening. I mean, and and is it unethical? Yeah, I don't know. I think the problem is is that when you start talking about political advertising, political advertising is regulated in most countries. Yeah. Only, yeah. You can only do certain things. Yeah, you can't. And if you're doing dark posts, nobody's, no regulator is seeing those dark yeah, posts. Yeah, you can't. Seen that so where the transparency is, so yeah. to our ask of the likes of Facebook is some transparency around this, right? Especially, and it, it, it's a user request. <laughs> you know, offer, so, solve a user problem. We'd yeah. like to see the transparency around political posts. Absolutely. It's, Surely. It's a right? similar situation that, that, that we have with Twitter. Twitter doesn't want to get rid of fake users mm. because that's one of their metrics. Facebook doesn't want to get rid of Advertisers because advertisers pay the bills. Yeah. You know, so if you're prepared to pay them, they'll take your they, money. They're prepared to take your money. And they have their rules. Yeah. I'm not convinced uh, those rules are strong enough. Well, I, th- I think those rules depend on how much money you're paying. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, th- I think the problem is also is that, that in a, in a, an organization like Facebook, which is, which is huge. Yeah. You've got people that are selling advertising who are chasing their, their targets. targets yeah. right. They need to sell. Correct. They need they to, sell. to sell. Ab- absolutely. You know, it's the guy in the gun store. You know, yeah. he's 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 going to sell guns because that's his job. That's his job. Do do you see a solution to this? Um, or, or or kind of a way to a solution? I, th- I think part of the problem is is that Facebook is too secretive, um, and I understand why they are because they don't want people to be able to game their systems. Yeah. Um, but in this case, these things are not are not things that are being gamed. They yeah. are they are they're, they're just using their their system badly. They're abusing their system. So I think that Facebook could definitely be much more open um, in terms of what they're doing. Um, they they're, they 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 could they could let people know the process how these things happen. Yeah, they could be a lot stricter in terms of the of what they do because I understand that Facebook is not a neutral media. No, it's by not. any stretch of the imagination. No. So so you have them taking money from the Russians to to do dark post advertising, but you also have them uh, manipulating the news feed yeah. to favor more liberal media and than conservative media yeah. and yes. they admit to doing this. Yeah. So it's not a neutral kind of space. Absolutely not. Um, and maybe it's expecting too much for them to be neutral. Um, but I think they could be a lot more open and, and, and transparent. And no, transparency uh, fixes, you know, no. 80% of problem transparency fixes it. You know, if, you, uh, if you're doing something that's really mm. bad, you're not likely to do it in the open. Correct. 
Absolutely. Right? And, and certainly a huge and part of trust. this. Yeah, it is trust. I was just going to say a huge yeah. part of this has to be education around. Although sometimes when I look at those clips of the Americans, who, who the general uh, American like, just sorry. seems to be so. I said, did you just say <laughs> education will change things? Have, you seen, have you seen sure. Facebook users? <laughs> uh, well, that, that's why I suddenly well, that's paused. Where the clickbaiting comes in, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's why I suddenly paused because the average American is certainly not. Uh, I'll be honest with you; it's not just Americans. No, it's not. I'm, I'm being a bit biased. I found myself getting into some fights with guys over <laughs> during the Trump kind of elections. Yeah, American guys like when you share an opinion, going, "Well, Trump, you're a bit of a tit." No, they, they would go Russians. after it. They're probably Russians. They're probably Russians. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> that's probably. a good point. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they were probably Americans who, free, who believed in their free speech, just not yours. <laughs> so, which is part of the problem. Yeah. So, yeah. So, looking forward, because we, we, we're coming to the tail end of the show here. How, what do you see the future of social media to becoming? Because there's clearly some very deep issues, um, and, and yeah. some very, Questionable uh, behaviors from 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 these massive pl- platforms, and and they're allowing massive ab- massive abuse, um, and it is which because it also really goes to show that most people lack any sense of free will whatsoever, and and, and are completely manipulable um, on 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 these platforms. What do or you see? just generally? Just generally, generally yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I like to think that that these are these are problems that are visible to these yeah. social networks. I mean, I think that they're visible. I think Twitter knows. I think Facebook knows. I they have to know. Andrew, yeah. come they, on. I mean, they, they're not that stupid. They know. Um, Very bright people, right? Yeah. What they need to do, they need to. They have to kind of figure out how they're going to deal with it, and and it's always that balance of you know how do we do this without endangering our our, our revenues? Yeah. You know, we want to fix this, but we yeah. don't lose money. Um. How do you prod them into action to do that? Yeah, generally through regulation and laws or threatened regulation. Yeah. Um, you say that if you don't clean up your house, we'll have to come and do it for you. Yeah. And then, and so you're on side with my opinion. Is that what I just heard? Yeah. Just, really? yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I know saying, what you mean. Right? It's, There's it's, different it's, levels it's of regulation. I mean, right? so Google is now appealing antitrust yeah, in thing in Europe. You know. Yeah. Um, and they may win the, the, mm. the appeal, etc. But I can guarantee you that they changed some of their business models. Yeah, they did, right? Yeah. In, in response to Remove you from being search. sued, being right. sued. Yeah, you know, they right. offered they offered some things that changed. And likewise, I think that same thing has to happen to Facebook um, and Twitter. Twitter, I love Twitter. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite yeah. social media. It's right? easy. I, I, it, yeah. yeah, and and it's immediate, and and I like everything about it I, except. The fact that it's not very well um, moderated yes. by, by Twitter, yeah. but I fear that Twitter will die. Yeah. I think that yeah. that eventually the noise will overcome the signal, and it will die. I mean, that's quite scary because uh, what you is. end up with is WhatsApp's owned by Facebook, Facebook's owned by Facebook, Instagram's owned by Facebook. Yeah. Okay, so public service announcement: Get off WhatsApp, get Signal, get yeah. all your friends onto Signal. Or yes. and then oh, I haven't heard of Signal. I've used um, um, oh, God, what, what was what, that, the what, encrypted one? Oh, Telegram. Telegram. Why, why do you say broke. that, Andrew? Because <clears throat> Facebook, even though WhatsApp has end-to-end encryption, right, yeah, it still has Facebook still has access to all your metadata. Yeah. Okay. So they still know about you. They know where you're sending the message from. They know yeah. who you can who you're communicating with. Yeah. So they're still, they're still scraping data from you. Get yeah. onto Slack. I yeah. love Slack. So, oh, so the, the reason I say Signal is Signal is yeah. the encryption within WhatsApp is based on Open Whisper Systems, yeah. which is the guys that run Signal. They're a non-profit organization. They run a voice and and messaging service. It's fantastic. It's not. It's open source, so you can check the encryption. Unlike Telegram, which yeah. is open source. Okay. I see. I didn't so it. you can kind of know that nobody's scraping your metadata. No, nice. but, but you know what the Signal. argument, and, and I hear it so often is, well, I don't really mind if they get my data because I'm not hiding anything personally. What, what, what's, what's your kind of argument to that? Yeah, that's, that's my kind of feeling about Google is, is that as long as Google's giving me value for the information that they're stealing from me, 
Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's, 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 it's kind a fair of, trade. It's a, it's a bit symbiotic. You know, it's great. Yeah. I quite like knowing where my car yeah. is. You know, but just uh, a good yeah. opportunity if you want to go incognito. Oh, yeah, and not share anything, yeah, Mike. Can, I know you, you use that often yeah, for, yeah. No, for, for born, yeah. right? But, but, but let's just finish this <laughs> thought. Yeah. yeah, I do, actually. So, it's great. But I don't like the idea that using something like WhatsApp, for example, which is just a messaging service. And the value yeah. that I'm getting out of that is being able to communicate with someone I know that, I, that I'm passing information. I don't like the idea that somebody can, can scrape that information and use it to build a customer yeah. Uh, profile of me saying that I know this person. And then later on, when I'm on Facebook, you use that information. Yeah. But, but it's be- in order to target. But, me. but Andrew, it's, it's beyond Facebook because they're using this data beyond Facebook, aren't they? Yeah. It's not, they're not limiting themselves to Facebook because they are a data business and they're using that data to, to, to manipulate you. Um, because they're selling it to advertisers. Mm. Yeah. No, that, I mean, it's very personal data, right? It's very personal. They're, yeah. they're a data business. They're, yeah. They, 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 a data warehouse and and mining business. That's yeah. what they do. So that's that's the reason that I'm I mean I use WhatsApp to be honest with you. I'm yeah. not saying don't because yeah. other people Everyone's use it. You need to, you need you to can't be able to use it. it. Yeah. So I'm just using this platform to say yeah. please go into signal because the more people yeah. who don't signal yeah. the less use signal more, use right? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I mean I use Gmail and I know yeah. that yeah. my Gmail that that Google is yeah. Automatically going Scrape. through, Especially my, scraping the all stuff. the information. They're doing it, right? Yeah, they're scraping I, all that information out of my emails, yeah. and they're going to use it. Yeah. That's fine because mm. I block their ads anyway, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I love ad blocker. <laughs> it's brilliant. Eh? I love ad blocker. So actually, yeah. I remember what Google was saying. Uh, one of the execs was saying um, they expect twenty five percent of their user base to be using ad blockers, and it's probably a good thing for the advertiser because rather target people who want to be targeted. Exactly. If you don't want to be targeted, have the choice to be blocked out, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, quite a but it's quite a big, a steep part of your user base. <laughs> it is. But, user base. Uh, I mean, without getting into the complexities of digital advertising, mm. I mean, I get incredibly frustrated going onto a site and all I see is adverts. Oh, yeah. And, and that's why I use Safari mm. to actually read all my content because mm. I can just click the, the read view and it just gets, it strips all of that stuff out, puts it in a very nice, easy to read, and mm. I can consume that content. It mm. drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. It's 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 become too much. Mm. So yeah, we we're coming to the closing end. Any thoughts from you, Brett? Well, I must have been one of the most exciting ones. I guess it's close to my heart. And yeah. I've noticed uh, that. I've been kicking Brett under the table, just saying, me. Just he's "Let Andrew finish his like, thought." I'm like, oh, Andrew's like just blown my mind up today, and I just <laughs> it's it really is. Uh, I feel like I'm going to have to put you on my man wall. Um, <laughs> you, you, very few no, people no, get up there. No, right? I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> And you should be. Uh, uh, th- should thank be. God I've never got up to the man wall. Thank God. Thank God. Anyway. So I think uh, fabulous. Uh, it's nerve-wracking. I, I, I too am an idealist. I hope that we do self-regulate ourselves. Um, and if not, then let's go help the regulators get it done. Socials, it's going to explode. It, it, it's, well, it has. Things are going to get worse before get better. Uh, before getting better. Um, I just think... We're in for an exciting ride. Uh, I, I have children, right? So I spend a lot of time kind of teaching them the do's and don'ts exactly how you would to not speak to strangers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, those same kind of human principles exist in the social space. And I really hope as consumers in South Africa that we realize that and we teach our kids that. Well, well, I do think we've got uh, some solutions because it comes down to two words, Bell Pottinger. <laughs> no, it does though, because it really does. And you were saying this before we started, you know, and it talks to this transparency because at some point, you know, when it, when it goes too far, you know, where, you know, you go so far east, you go west, mm. you know, you know, that's the problem. You, you, you do so much evil, you become good. Mm. And, and at some point, <laughs> no, it has to, you know, it, it, you know, the world does rotate. Um, you know, you know, so, so if, if they're not going to be managing themselves at some point, someone's going to rise up and it's going to spark a, uh, you know, some kind of riot, which will be quite interesting. Any thoughts from you on, on, on where to from here? Because we, we, we got a few minutes. Mm. Yeah. I, look, I think, I think the good thing is that the, the stuff is becoming more openly available. Yeah. You can see it, you know, there's people talking about it. There's uh there's 
there's research groups that are actually working really, really strongly on it. There's a, there's, if you do a little bit of a Google search, there's an Oxford University group that's, that's studying yeah. misinformation on social media, particularly by the Russians, um, or state actors. Um, and it's really interesting stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not a social media expert by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. I'm a generalist marketer. That's what I do. I'm a marketing yeah. strategist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning this stuff. I'm digging into it. I'm, you know, finding this stuff out for myself. And, and everybody comes to me and says, are oh, you the expert on this stuff? And I'm nowhere near an expert. I'm, I'm just, just interested enough yeah. to try and tease out some information. And, and a quick Google search delivers huge amounts of information mm. and really, really mm. interesting in-depth yeah. stuff. Um, so I, I like to think that I always say, you know, and I said it earlier, it's like transparency is the thing that fixes a yeah. lot of things that go wrong. The more people know about stuff, the more that they're aware of it, the less they're taken in by it. Um, there's always going to be people that are, are easily influenced, but the more you can get people to think critically about stuff, the, the less likely they are to take to yeah. be taken in by it. Absolutely. And that's, and that's, you know, I'm a, yeah. I'm an optimist in that way. I think that yeah. rationality generally wins out over time. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's hope that that time period is short. Absolutely. And I, I, th- I think it comes down to, you know, you, you got to be responsible for your own life in this world and you got to be responsible for the own data you're putting out there mm. and, and how people are using it and how they're manipulating it. Mm. Because I mean, that's one of the reasons why I don't really use Facebook anymore. I just actually, I don't want to be in there. I haven't Facebook account because there was a certain sites that I needed for open auth. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. I don't post. I don't have friends. I, yeah. I use it sometimes to look at other people's Facebook pages. Yeah. But, yeah. but I don't post. I'm not connected. I'm, I use it to see what my wife's doing. She's hilarious on Facebook. That's about it. That's about and it. And then I have a billion people trying to follow me. And I'm like, oh, is this my, if anything, it's my wife's posting my life. Yeah. I don't yeah. want you to know it. No, exactly. It drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. So suddenly you meet someone at work and they're like, I want to be your friend on Facebook. No, piss off, man. This is my life. It's follow my me, friends. Follow me on LinkedIn. Yeah. The, yeah. Exactly. A hundred percent. Andrew, where can people find you? Because mm-hmm. I think this is an interesting conversation. And, and I think it also opens a lot of mm-hmm. interesting thinking for brands. Um, and how they can go forward in a okay. transparent and responsible way. All right. Uh, I'm a marketing strategist, so if they want to get hold of me for some work, hint, hint. Yeah, hint, um, hint. Yeah, you, they can get hold of me. Just email info at FraserStrat.com. Fantastic. Um, or follow me on, on Twitter. Yeah, f- yeah, follow Andrew on Twitter. Obviously, it's actually good value. It really it's is good value. good value. Yeah, 100%. Brett, thank you. Thank you, dude. I'm, I'm sorry about your shin, but I, I was like, it's I okay. want to listen to Andrew. I don't want to listen to you. No, Mike, but you love listening to me. <laughs> I, I know you play my voice when you go to bed at night. I do. It puts me to sleep. It's a great, it's a great, <laughs> great. <laughs> so it's like a binaural beats up that makes me go down to those deep. I, I thought it was my shriekish laugh that got no, you no, hot no. and horny. No, no, no. Trust me, that does the opposite. <laughs> so, Michael Cowan, signing out. Brett Sinclair, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Cheerio.